Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Business. I'm your host, Jill Thomas, and this is a show about helping business owners create faster success more easily than they thought possible. And this week's guest is Linda Lang. She is an emotional alchemist, a water whisperer, and a gifted healer with over 35 years experience. That's a lot. Her unique transformational work blends energy, medicine, intuition, thought change to release limiting thoughts, unresolved emotional and stagnant energy, bring greater alignment, awakening, and empowerment. Linda's podcast, which I love, by the way, exploring the mystical side of life, delves into spirituality, mysticism, metaphysics, growth work, and healing, and it's available on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. Visit Linda at thoughtchange.com to pick up your free copy of the Learning to Listen program. I, Linda, first of all, like, how did you get that domain? You must have gotten that a million years ago. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed by that domain. So it was divinely orchestrated. Let me tell you, Jill, because I, <laughs> well, true, right? Because life happens for us. It was back probably 2005, 2006, when everything was kind of dot com, right? And everything was taken. I tried for three weeks to find you. a domain name. And one morning, I put it out to the universe and I woke up with thought change. And I'm like, oh, I like that. And rushed to the computer. It was available. So I snapped it. And it was right like up. thought change, one, two, three, Orion, you know, K, thought circle, change. whatever. I love it. Just thoughtchange.com. And everybody can remember that. I will put the link in the description. So in case... In case you can't remember that later. But there was something I wanted to ask you first right away. So I read through your bio, which is beautiful. And there were two things that I would not familiar with. So I, to say that I've been around the metaphysical world a long time would be a gross understatement. And I have never run across a water whisperer before. So I would love for you to explain to all of us what that is. Well, as you can tell, I do work very intuitively in, in the field of metaphysics. So one of the gifts that were bestowed upon me was um, the ability to channel an energy called the diamond ray. So this is something I have not take training in. It's something that was uh, given to me and, and I'm growing all the time in how I use that. When I first got access to that energy, I started channeling it first to myself, because I didn't want to mess anybody else up, right? Then I started with clients. And after about six months, maybe, maybe not that long, the train just went by. Is that a problem? I love trains, no. Okay. Let's go with the train. As long as it's okay. not the garbage truck. Okay, it's good. <laughs> so after about six months, I was in the kitchen one day and I heard this voice saying, Why don't you use it to remolecularize water? And I was just like, What? Who said that? There's yep. no such word. And I don't know how to do that. And then I just went over to the countertop and somehow knew how to do it. And it's ridiculous because it works over the phone. It works on video. It works on replay. And it is, in my mind, a beautiful testimony to people who don't understand that energy is real. And 
we can change things on an energetic level. If they taste their coffee or their tea, and it is so much smoother and more delicious and the bitterness is gone, that's a real tangible shift that they can't really deny. I love that. I, I, I love that. And I love the idea of, you know, getting this gift, but I, I would, I would put it out there that I assume Linda, that you were probably remembering something that you already had from a previous life or a previous dimension rather than, you know, learning something. Cause I, I think a lot of people say, Oh, you're learning some new skill. I don't, I think you're just uncovering an old skill. <laughs> I think you're right. The other one I wanted you to explain, because I just think it was beautiful, emotional alchemist. Tell us what that is. Again, that is words from my spirit guides when I ask them how I can explain what I do, because it's very uh, out of the box. And that was the term that they suggested for me. Alchemy, alchemist, mm -hmm. it's transforming in, in the ancient magical sciences, it was led into gold. So if you think about that in your inner plane, transforming those negative emotions or limiting beliefs into gold, into something that can actually benefit you instead of limit you. I love that. And I love the idea of the water too, because I mean, we're, what are we, 90 something percent water? Maybe exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you just, if you can, if you can uh, transform that within a human body, imagine the transformations that you really could create. So let's talk first about, you know, I know that you're a healer with a, a lot of experience. I know you probably started when you were three. If you have 35 years experience, let's not do the math. <laughs> so tell me, did you have a job before you created this business or was it, or was this always it? Oh, absolutely. I've had several jobs. I probably went full time in my business. Gosh, I don't know, maybe about 20 10 maybe. So before that, I would do uh, my business part-time and I would work part-time. What was your business? What did you, uh, um, what was your job job? Uh, at, at that time, I did uh, like accounting work for small companies. At one point I was kind of a, an everything person where I would schedule appointments, you know, take the phone, do the accounting, do the payroll, like uh, all kinds of everything. And, and that was my last job before I went full time. Love it. I mean, I love how you came from this very corporate world to something so woo woo that even somebody really woo woo doesn't know what it is. So I, I love that. How do you, how do you find your, I mean, how do your clients find you? How do you find your clients? How does, how does that magic happen for you? Well, that's a really good question. And usually what happens is through word of mouth, but I do have some people who find me online, some people who listen to the podcast, and there's just something about my voice. I'll have people that tell me they put out the call to the universe for someone and, and they like hear my name and then they have to go find me right? So it's, it's really interesting. You, you just have to trust that you're here to help people and that those people will find you in the right time. Well, I love, I mean, your name is at least easy for people to spell, right? So it's not Linda in some beautiful ethnic last name. It's, it's Linda Lang. Everybody, even me can spell that. So I think that's, 
<laughs> that's very helpful. <laughs> thank you, thank you, the universe, for giving you an easy to spell name. I think that's great. I asked for that actually because okay. <laughs> like my my maiden name was not uh, so easy, and uh, so that was my one stipulation. And they found me a perfect husband. And I guess you bought you took that last name and said that's mine, and that and all the other stuff that goes with it. I love it. So. I want to talk a little bit about, I've done this a long time and I've noticed that the most successful people in business started off trying to solve a problem that they saw in the world, or they're trying to create something they weren't seeing in the world that they really were wanting for themselves. What would you say is the, the problem that you were trying to solve in the world or tell us what your motivation it was for your business? The motivation for me to do this work, because really I had zero interest in being a healer or transformation guide, I really wanted that for myself. And so I went on that journey and I was just really, really good at it. And then when I started listening to people and, you know, started working with people, I could see how, how they put their blinders on to things that existed that could really make a difference for them if they embraced it, how they were so attached to their stories and they didn't give themselves any hope to be different or to change things. And it was really sad for me to think that they're locked themselves into a specific role or specific circumstance because they weren't willing to see that something else was possible. So it became my mission, not necessarily to give them the answers or to switch for them, but to open that door so that they could see that things can be different. So they could find hope and they could start their own journey and their own exploration to actually create the life they want to live. So letting them know that the, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel is not just some idiot holding a match. It's a real thing, right? And it's it's not necessarily even just at the end of your life. There you go. Yeah. There's magic all around us all the oh, time. Oh, hello. I, I, I love the way spirit guides like to interfere with your radio just to give you messages. So I think that's a beautiful way of looking at it. I just, you're right. Magic is everywhere. Uh. Tell us how you conduct your business. Is it online? Is it in person? Is there some of each? How do people meet you? Well, it's really both. I do have clients that come in person. I have clients that I work with uh, over the phone. And then I have clients I work with through video calls online. And it really just depends. I do find that the online stuff is equally effective as being in person yep. it's there's no there's no such thing as time and different and distance issues when you're working on an energetic level and it's just really how open that person is so it's great fun uh, for both I'd have to say um I do clean my house more when people come in person yeah <laughs> benefit to that I can I can assure you you know I, I can see what people say when they hear they, they hear your voice and they know that you're the right person for them because your voice is very melodic and very beautiful I mean I I know you do hypnotherapy as well yes oh yes. yeah because I'm like she's got the perfect voice for hypnotherapy there's no way she doesn't do hypnotherapy I love it that's beautiful what 
let's go back in time if we could a little bit, because I know a lot of people listening to this show are, are kind of at the beginning. Maybe they're coming out of corporate. Maybe they're doing a little side hustle or they want to do a little side hustle. What would you tell people that something they need to get started right away if they're considering this type of work? Well, good question. I think it's really wonderful if you can suck away at least three months salary, because it does take time to build. The thing that really surprised me, I think, and the thing I would like to share here is that when I did go full time, then my business became less fun because this was how I made my money. Whereas before I had my little part-time job that gave me all the money that I needed. And this was play for me. So the energy shifted and it did take me a little while to get back to bringing that curiosity and that playfulness and that joy into my business. That's a good way of putting it. I never had thought about it that way, how it was, it was kind of bonus money. You didn't really need it. I mean, it's not that you didn't need it, but it was, it's not like if you didn't have it, you weren't going to get a car payment or, or, you know, you were going to be eating cat food instead of real food, but how it, I can see what you're saying, how it suddenly became kind of like a different kind of job. And, and that was a little bit of, of going back to that. So th- my next question was going to be about how you transitioned from a job to a business and you started to answer that. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that transition for you? Well, yeah, I, probably didn't even have that goal in mind to do this full time. Really, I just followed the breadcrumbs and I was at a very stressful job where I had to do so many things in the office. And, And my boss asked me to do something that wasn't illegal at all, but it crossed my moral line. And so I was, it was like an invitation to the universe saying, you know, you don't need to do this anymore. It's time for you to go full time. So that's what I did, stepped into my business full time. And it meant I had to spend a lot more time alone as well, because when you're in an office, there's lots of people. And when you do this kind of work, you don't stack your clients one on top of each other because it is a lot when people are going into their psyche, into their unconscious and they're, you know, shifting things internally. You need to have a little space. Plus I was doing uh, online stuff and phone stuff. So it was a bit of an adjustment, I would say, to uh, step into a space where I had to spend a lot of time on my own. And now I'd have it no other way, really. Oh, I totally, I love what you just said, because and I'm I'm just going to jump in there with some of my own stuff. I remember when I first left having a corporate job, which I was a soul sucking, life killing, it was emotionally terrible. I, ugh. Speaking of some having an employer do something he didn't want to do, our boss during an election actually had a bunch of his employees make cold calls to try and inver- urge people to vote. And most of us on staff were not of the political persuasion that he was. Anyway, slipping that up. But I remember that was the thing that was the hardest for me was in the past, I could go to the coffee machine and just talk about last night's episode of Survivor. You know, can you believe what happened? And I didn't, I missed that stupid conversation, you know? I love what you just said about that. It's really beautiful. So I, I would say 
one thing I would love to hear, because I think it'd be helpful for people to know, what skill did you bring from your job? You're just over broke that brought that you brought into your business that was really helpful. Well, actually, I probably probably brought a few. I think maybe my commitment, my determination, my ability to do a lot of things quickly. Not that I can do that all the time, but I go through these little periods where I go bang, 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 and I get so many things off of my list. And that takes a lot of pressure off. If your to-do list is huge all the time, it can be very stressful, whether you're employed or you have your own business. So if you have that ability just to take take those things off of your list as quickly as possible. It really does help. I think the other thing that I would say that I used in my job that maybe they didn't know that I used was my ability to read energy. So that's something that. that I use all the time because it helps you interact with people in a way that they can hear you or that is comfortable for them. Or sometimes maybe you can tell that they just kind of need that little cosmic two by four. So, you know, maybe you have to stand your ground and be a little blunt sometimes, but it's what they need in the moment. So that's something that I brought with me as well. I can see what you're saying. So it sounds like what you're saying is that almost like this diplomacy that you learned at the job, because you have to get along with you know 20 people that may be very different than yourself and bringing that ability to, to get along with somebody who's got different political agendas, different beliefs, and they're in your space and it's not, the session's not about you. So I can see where that would be a really valuable skill. What would you say is something that if, that you wish it was, tell me about a difficult part of your business that you wish you'd known was going to be difficult before you got started. I word that funny, sorry, but I think you know what I mean. What if you could go back in time, looking back at the beginning, what do you think the landmines were that you missed when you were you working on your path? Wow, such a great question. The thing that comes to my mind is when I consider all the business coaches that I've had over time, uh, which all serve me in some way or other, but so many of them tried to kind of cookie cut me into something typical or a stereotype. And this kind of work just isn't that kind of business. And you really have to learn how to shine as your own self instead of trying to follow a rote script of how to make your business successful. The other thing that probably would pop up in there is I had to become more become more comfortable being visible because I really like to listen and I have a very quiet, peaceful personality. Yes, you do, Linda. Yes, you yes. do. <laughs> yes, I do. But people still need to be able to find you, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. How do you, and you said that people are finding you via your podcast, via word of mouth. Uh, any other area? Do you have a book? Well, interesting you say that. I, well, it's in your aura because I, I can see it. Like, not that I'm I have a book. But I can see it. It's in your aura. Probably, 
90% done, but I have yeah. just recently contributed a chapter, beautiful chapter in a really beautiful book about how we can create a joyful future here on earth. So I'm very excited about that. I want to read that book when it comes out. So I'm going to get on your, go to your website and get on your mailing list. Cause I want to hear about that. Cause I, I, I can see it and I can see that it's not that far out. So it's, I, I'm glad that you confirmed my suspicion that you were pretty close to being done for that sucker. I love that. Um, so the other thing I love in what you said was, you know, when I was reading your bio, you do five or six different things and it's part of your tool shed. And I can see how a business coach is going to say, well, tell them it's a, it's an energy work or um, acupuncture or something that most people understand. How do you kind of explain what you do to, to someone who's a potential prospect who says, yeah, but tell me what you do. Well, what I do actually is read the person's energy field on whatever topic they've come. Some people will come kind of like for a tune-up. So then I'll just be able to kind of tap in and, and tell them where the energy is blocked and then use one of my many tools in my toolbox, far more than five or six, I would say, but whatever uh, intuitively comes to me to move that. And if they come with a specific issue, maybe that, you know, they can't get along with their boss or in some way they're, they have an issue, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And then we look at that particular issue and I'll read the energy to that and we'll shift things. And it's really fascinating for people to see the results of shifting the energy. You know, some people feel very, well, probably most people feel different or more relaxed, more peaceful. Some people feel really different. Some people can't really tell, but then they go home and gosh, their husband was nice to them and hasn't been recently or some ridiculous little thing that, you know, maybe they receive some money uh, coming to them that was unexpected or some way that the universe shows them, hey, look, you made a shift on the inside. It translates to a shift on the outside. That is really well put because I, I love what you're describing because I'm not hearing, yeah, I'm looking at the symptoms. I'm looking at what's going on in their life. And you said, you're like, well, we're going to go right to the source, which is the root of the problem, which is the energy that's not aligned to the things that they're wanting to create. They wanted to create money and the energy is, is aligned to creating more lack. So I can see what you're describing and I can see where that's a, a good way of putting it because pretty much anyone can understand that one. I always like to on this show, I always like to talk about some of the, the fails and the epic fails because you know we've all had to trip over ourselves <laughs> in the process of learning to create a successful business. Tell us about something you tried that just didn't work. In the marketing world, you don't have to get into techniques that didn't work. We've all done those. <laughs> wow, a marketing thing. Oh, I know. I I thought, Linda, I need to be more visible. Let's get out there. And I bought a booth at a local, like trade show, sort of. It was or lifestyle, a lifestyle show, and. It was the first year this of this particular lifestyle show, and she booked it for Mother's Day weekend. And I'm like, are you sure? Oh, yeah, we've done the research. It's going to fly. And so, you know, I paid a lovely little whack of money, and there were probably 20 people 
that came to this whole thing. And so what booth people were doing were going around to the other booths trying to sell to the other booth owners. And I just didn't participate in that. And I just thought, wow, you know, live and learn. But I really do understand that how I work and what I do is not necessarily mainstream. So it's probably not the best place for me. It's probably better if I was actually selling a product. I had some essential oils or some crystals or something along that line. But for energy services, I'm not so sure that a trade show is the place. Oh, it sounds like a really fun Saturday. So it was like a Sunday and you wasted the whole Sunday watching people try to sell to you. Uh, oh, that's awesome. And then the, I was just I'm picturing this event because I've been to these kinds of things. I can see like 40 tables and then like 20 spouses coming to bring lunch and then, you know, trying to sell to the 20 spouses. <laughs> this is awesome. And, uh, I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it's funny because we've all done it. And uh, yeah, no, that's not fun at all. So what's well, it was good though because I learned so much and I also show the universe that hey, I'm willing to be more visible, even I though only 20 people showed up, right? <laughs> Sometimes you wish you could just argue with the universe and say, Hey, can can I learn that same lesson for like fifty dollars and not five hundred dollars? Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So what have you, we covered this a little bit. Can, can we try to uh, approach it again though? What do you do or have you done to attract new business? I know the podcast, is there anything else that you're working on to try and draw in, make, make yourself more visible to the clients that most need, need you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I am a teacher on insight timer. If uh, people don't know what that is, go to the app is. store on their phone <laughs> And uh, you can search for me, Linda Lang. I think I'm Linda Lang, but I might be Thought Change. And I'm posting meditations up there. Um, they're all free to use. Eventually, I'll be putting some members only. That So you would have to buy the um, paid membership to that. But for now, there's, I think I have four beautiful, relaxing, very peaceful meditations that are there for your perusal. I also write for medium.com. So I have a growing list of articles coming there. I used to write for the magic happens now, but that uh, easing is now defunct. So I've moved to medium. So I have all those things. I go on podcasts occasionally, Jill. So thank you for the invitation. And uh, occasionally partner with uh, people to do online workshops or in-person workshops even. It just depends, really. It depends on the energy and the inspiration that comes to me, what I do in the moment. So it's always up for game with me, okay? No, and I love what you're describing because it's it's kind of the way a healer does generates leads rather than you know what what a business coach might say, which is search engine optimization. Okay, well you know that that takes a lot of time and it the juice may not be worth the squeeze on that one, and all of the other little thing tricks and you know coming up with really catchy titles for your posts, which I try to do, but I'm in the same boat as you. It's you know some of it works and some of it doesn't, um, but I do love the idea of this this app 
insight timers. Is that what it's called? I want to make sure people find, can find it if they want to. That's really great. Yeah, it's great. It is great. Well, what I like about also what you're saying is that you're talking about things that don't cost you anything. You create it once and this message gets out to a lot of people. So when we're told as marketing people that we have to spend, I don't know, $150 a month on Google AdWords, which is way more than $150 a month or whatever, but you're talking about things where you can get the messages to people who would be genuinely interested, who are opting in, in a way that doesn't cost anything more than your time and a little bit of time in the studio and some editing. Does that sound right? Absolutely. And the really lovely thing about Insight Timer and Medium is that they divvy up the membership um, subscription fees that they collect and they they divvy it to all of their their teachers, their writers, their creators, according to how many plays you have or how many reads you have. So it's not fully, I'm not going to say it's a big money making uh, adventure, but it is a way that you can get out there and have your message delivered and still have some contribution. I love it. The universe can buy you a couple of lattes once in a while. I hope it's more than that. (laughs) But even if it's just a few lattes, I'll take that. That's awesome. I love that. That's beautiful. So what's the next goal for the business? I know we talked a bit about the book. It sounds like you're pregnant with a book. Tell me about what else is the big goals for the business. What's what's coming up next for you, Linda? Well, I'm considering a redesign for my website, but I don't know if I really want to. I'm going to I'm going to redesign some some parts of it. I have a number of workshops and programs that I have run online. So I have all the videos. So it's a matter of formatting them into courses to make them available. So that's probably the next thing that I'll be doing. That is no easy feat, my friend. I I personally understand how much work that is. That's really neat. And of course, the book, when it, what is the thoughts on when that could be a thing? Soon as, as soon as they poke me, like I say, I wrote the whole thing, probably, probably about 80% of it in, in 30 days during a challenge. And then the challenge was over and I hadn't quite finished. So since then, I've, I've, I've written a little bit more, but there's more to be had. It's called Creating Magic. Miracle Mindset for Everyday Living. And it really is a beautiful book. It's not a huge, you know, 600 page book. Who, who's got time for, for that these days, right? Yeah, but it is a beautiful book. There's a channel messages, there's um, practical applications, and um, a playful, a playful environment in that book to help you open those doors so you can find the magic that's already around you. I love, I am a big fan of using a book as a marketing tool. I mean, obviously nobody creates the book to use it as a marketing tool, but it ends up being a part of it because it's like, it's like a business card that goes out into the world and people read it and they go, I I like her, or maybe I don't like her because you don't necessarily want people calling and wasting everyone's time who are not in resonance with what you do. I am excited about your book. I really want to see it. Um, is there any final bits of advice that you would like to share? Maybe anything I, I didn't think to ask that you really think is important to be out there about what you do. Boy, where do you get these questions, Jill? Yeah. 
I stole a few, by the way. I've been on a few podcasts over my lifetime. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I could you repeat the question? Oh yes, I love to add extra words. <laughs> was one thing one thing you said earlier that I think was really important, and I'm just going to highlight it, and then I'm going to ask the question again. Um, you talked about you know, and I asked you about your different things that you do and the different tools, and you talked about being yourself and not changing and being put in a box the way these business coaches will try to suggest that you do. And they're not, they're not wrong for pretty much every other kind of business, but when you're working in the healing arts, it's very different. The question I had was, is there any final bits of advice or wisdom that you want to share that I didn't think to ask you about earlier? Okay. Very good. So the first tip, do your own work. Seriously, do your own work because having a business is like your spiritual path on steroids. Your baggage comes up, your resistance comes up, your, oh my God, I can't do that, comes up. And so you need to work through your own stuff. You really do. You can't, you know, hold the light and help people through their transformations if you haven't gone through your own. That's the biggest tip, I think. Amen, sister. I love that. That is so true. I mean, I love to see people do their work. And I and and, and you and I both have seen this. People who don't do the work hanging a shing shingle out there and bringing up a lot of their own stuff during a session. That's that's really good advice. Anything else? Well, it not only is it detrimental for that client who'd come to you, but it's detrimental for the whole field because there are so many people who just, you know, take their weekend course and, and they're out there and I'm a great healer. I mean, maybe they are a great healer from a past life, but there is a time and a place, I think, for one to step into becoming that representation for the healing community. So I would advise anyone who is looking for a healer or any kind of uh, healing transformation assistance to really tune into their own intuition, their own body responses even, and follow not the pipe dream that the advertising is giving you, but follow your own intuition. Is this the person who's going to help me get the next step. Remember, it is about the journey, not about the end result. So it we're always growing and we're always learning and we're always changing. It's just who can help you in this moment. You may find someone who can help you long term. I've had a number of clients that have been with me for like 10 years, not because they have to, but because they love it so much. Then I have other people that, you know, come for one session, three sessions, something pretty quick just to help them over that hump. Doesn't matter. But if you need help, get it. I love it. That's very beautiful advice. Thank you for that. So I will end on that note, but I do want to make sure you get an opportunity to tell us how we can find you. We know about your website. Go ahead and say it again and tell us how you can be found. Okay, absolutely. You can find me on my website, which is thought change.com. You can find me uh, on YouTube, either as thought change. 
I don't get to post there very often, though, because my podcast takes up a lot of my time. The podcast is exploring the mystical side of life, again, on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. I also have it on my website, so you can't really miss it unless you're really trying to. If you're looking for it, it'll be there for you. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's it, I think. Linda, that's an enviable amount of socials. I'm I'm very impressed. A lot of people don't do the work for that. So we're going to end this. And I, I just want to say, you know, thank you. You're so wise. And I thank you for sharing your wisdom and your time and your participation. I'm excited to see what your book comes out. I'm excited to hear about it. And I, in closing, I just want to say, I believe this is the age of the entrepreneur. I want you guys to get out there and create your business, but more importantly, do something that you find fun and joyful because that brings a much more magnetic energy to you. And I really want you to get something out of these kinds of experiences where you can see where people like, like Linda, the things that we've done well, and the things that we maybe wish we had done a little bit different so that you can learn from, from our mistakes and not have to repeat them. So thanks so much. And again, get out there and create a new business and hopefully I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.